egotistical, so unpredictable Here on the SNL Network Hello everybody, that is right, our first official podcast on the SNL Network My name is John Schneider, here with you on the SNL Network So excited to talk about season 47 of Saturday Night Live It is Monday, September 27th, it is the first official week of our SNL coverage. And uh, we are live on YouTube right now at 8 p.m. Eastern. We have three panelists ready to talk through everything from the show. And we have people in the chat who are gonna talk about it along with us. I am so excited. I can't wait to do this. Introducing our panelists, joining us on our first official show of the season. First off, she joined us for Brooklyn 99 coverage and is now joining us for the first time on some SNL coverage. Introducing to the SNL community, Amanda Mitchell. Amanda, how are you? I'm wonderful, John. How are you? I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, for those who don't know you, you know, maybe yes. they didn't get to watch the Brooklyn Nine-Nine stuff. Tell yes. everybody about yourself and your love of Saturday Night Live. Guys, I am a freelance beauty and pop culture writer. You can Google me. Pretty much I'm the only Amanda Mitchell on the internet. Um, I also have a podcast about America's Next Top Model called America's Next Top Best Friend. Um, and I love SNL. I love everyone involved with everything. I recently uh, showed someone pop star Never Stop Never Stopping and he literally goes, oh, this explains your entire personality. And I was like, yeah, I know. So um, to say, to long story short, I deeply love this show. Um, I just finished the other two, season two. I thought it was fantastic. If you haven't watched it, go watch that. Um, and yes, I'm very SNL adjacent right now, but I'm glad to be jumping deep in the waters right here with y'all. Yeah, we're pulling you in right into the SNL coverage. I'm so excited. And also Andy Samberg, uh, for sure, has Wonderful. way too much of an influence on my life as well. Uh -huh. um, joining us back with us for his second season of SNL coverage is the great Bill Kenny. Bill, how are you? Doing well, John. Glad to be starting season two and my 35th season of watching every episode live of SNL. Uh, very, very excited to see uh, what season 47 is going to bring us. Yes, for sure. I mean, that was your thing when you said that to me you it? wanted to podcast last year. You were like, I haven't missed an episode of 34 years. I was like, well, okay, well, we have to have you on. Then. So, <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited. I mean, if, if anybody has an SNL question, Bill is the guy to answer it. So uh, really happy to have you on to talk through everything we're going to see from season 47. And then joining us for the first time on our SNL coverage on the SNL network, it is the great Kaylee Morrison. Kaylee, how are you? I am excellent. Uh, <laughs> uh, happy to be here. Yeah. Um, should I introduce myself? Is that what's we're well? Yeah, that's doing? that is yeah, that is sort of what we do here. So so yeah, introducing Kaylee Morrison. Kaylee, tell us about yourself, your history with Saturday Life. I know you have been uh, like really loving the show and interested in potentially being on it one day. So it's kind of cool to have you on our podcast. Yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, yeah, I'm an actor and improviser. I'm currently based in Durham, North Carolina. It's a little bit far away from Studio 8H, but hopefully, maybe in the future. I don't know. Um, uh, I actually, I actually just uh, completed a scholarship program through SNL and The Pit, which some of you may know um, is a uh, the People's Improvisate the People's Improv Theater in New York, did it all virtual, um, got to submit to SNL this year. They didn't call me, um, yes. but yet, yeah, maybe in the future. 
That's cool. I mean, look, when we started this thing, we were just like a few people who wanted to talk about Saturday Night Live. Who knows? Maybe one day we'll be a great launching pad for people to get onto the show. You never know. So uh, really happy to have you, Kaylee. Uh, if you're joining us in the chat, please make sure to say hi. Give us your thoughts on everything. Today was a crazy day. I woke up getting ready for this podcast, not really sure if we were going to get any information, and we got a lot of information. We're going to go over all of that. We're going to talk through the new cast members, the cast members who are departing us. What do we think of these first few hosts of the season? What are our expectations for season 47 and the overall themes? We're going to do some predictions as well, and that is all going to take place. That is on the menu for tonight as we begin our coverage of SNL. Before we do that, I do want to talk about the coverage that's going to be happening on the SNL network. So if you're joining us, maybe you're joining us for the first time or you know exactly what we do, I want to talk to you guys about the coverage that we're going to be doing this particular season. This season... We're going to have our roundtables every single Monday. So after an episode, we have two different shows. One of them is going to be the roundtables on Monday. Join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, exactly at this time. Maybe it'll be 8.30, 9 o'clock, depending on who is available. But uh, we're going to be live on YouTube talking through these episodes and really getting into detail. What were the major things that happened? What did that episode represent in the history of the show? Those things we're going to take a look at. Maybe you're like, ah, I just want to hear what was funny, what was not funny, what worked, what didn't work. Well, then we also have that show for you. That show is going to take place at 1.10 or 1.15 in the morning on YouTube right after the episode ends. That's called the Hot Take Show. So you can join us right after those episodes live on YouTube, and we will go through everything. We'll have different panelists every single week on both of those shows. We're going to keep going with our By the Number shows, which are the statistics-based shows that we do, talking through all the different numbers and stats and records that could be broken this season. We're going to have one of those shows this week that will be on Thursday coming out for you guys. We have our super fan takeovers, which Bill is very much a part of. We're also going to have plenty of interviews with alumni. I'm really looking forward to that. We've been connecting with some people over the summer. They're going to be joining us throughout the season to talk through everything. And I will also show you guys, let me bring it up on screen. Again, we're doing this stuff live. So uh, bear with me as we open up <laughs> our weekly schedule and something else I'm very excited to talk about with all of you at, right before we get into all the SNL stuff. So let me bring that up on screen. And that is right here. Here we go. We're going to start with this. So this is our weekly schedule just for this week. Every week we'll post this on social media so you'll get to see where to find our shows and when to find our shows. So like I said, we are live right now, Monday, September 27th for a season 47 preseason roundtable. Thursday, we are releasing that first preseason by the number show. So make sure to check out that one if you want to know what numbers are important to watch for in season 47. And like I said, Saturday, October 2nd, we are live right after the premiere with Owen Wilson and Casey Musgraves. Bill, there's one more thing that I really want to share with the, with everybody here, and I'm so excited to do it. I know you got to see it uh, last night. We put this out on social media, and I'm very excited to share every, with everybody our new patron program. So I'm going to share the details of that with everybody. I'm really excited to do this, guys. When we first started, I didn't even think we would get to this point, but because of all your support and everybody watching our shows, we really feel like it's time to, to double down on everything that we were doing, and now we have a new opportunity to do that. So if you really love the coverage here at the SNL Network, uh, consider joining the patron program. There's no obligation, but here's the difference between this patron program and maybe some others. Uh, every single piece of coverage that you love about the SNL Network you're going to continue to get. So you don't have to worry about that. If you're not going to become a patron, you're going to continue to get all of those shows in full. This is just to get some extra benefits for joining the SNL uh, patronage. You can podcast with us and Bill, Amanda, Kaylee. I mean, it's going to be a lot of fun podcasting about this season. If you want to podcast with us and talk through anything from this season of Saturday Night Live, we're going to be doing patron shows, patron feedback shows throughout the season. 
We'll also have exclusive news every single week. We post exclusive news about the upcoming SNL episodes on social media. We'll be sharing some of that news, some extra news and that news first with our patrons. We're going to be, like I said, having conversations with SNL alumni. Patrons will get to call into those shows and be able to ask the alumni questions as part of interviews. And you can also join our community of patrons. We have a private Facebook group going right now where we're talking about these new cast members. And if you want to join the conversation, join us at patreon.com slash the SNL network. Okay. Enough about us. <laughs> Let's talk through everything to do with Saturday Night Live. So, Amanda, first thing we got today was three new cast members. We have two cast members departing. Where do you want to start on everything that we saw today? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where to start. I, I, okay. What are you thinking? Tell me. Yeah. I'm very sad to lose Beck Bennett. I'm very sad. Like, like I'm, I'm very happy to get Sarah Sherman, who is... Truly, if you thought Will Forte was weird, welcome Sarah Sherman, who is so bizarre and wonderful and hilarious in in her own right. Um, I'm I'm excited that there are things happening, but I am very very sad that my hunky daddy Beck Bennett is uh, like okay. I'm really so it's a great jumping it. off point. Yeah, me too. Let's, <laughs> let's start with that because I, I wanted to see where we can where like the where the appetizer is going to come in. So we're going to start mm. with the Beck Bennett departure. That's a a big deal. That's something that nobody knew was happening. He mm. Bill he, Beck was the last sketch we saw at the end of season forty six where he was playing Vin Diesel. There oh. was I saw our friend Julian Cedarholm tweeted out from uh, the good nights of that episode, the Anya Taylor Joy show, where uh, I think it's eighty is pushing Beck out to the front and look did he know in may that he was leaving we don't know what what, what do you think by well, this hit like a, a punch to the gut i mean prepared ourselves mentally all summer for kate cecily 80 you know mm-hmm. even pete and to have you know he wasn't my hunky daddy but <laughs> he, he he was amazing and he was he was the everyman in in these sketches and uh, it, it's such, and why, why him and not Kyle? Sorry, but <laughs> I feel like Kyle has kind of run his course on the show, and but Beck was still so much a part of everything that was going on, and um, it, it's just a really sad thing, and, and it makes me wonder also where our our pre tapes going to come from. He, he was a big part of that for a long time as well, so. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, Beck Bennett to me was personally probably my favorite cast member right now. I mean, I, I, he can make me laugh unlike anybody who's on the show right now. He was so, so great in all of those pre-tapes. We just did on Twitch last week, we did a best of season 46 special and he was in so many of those sketches. It's hard to believe. Um, I have Esteban in the chat asking about other cast members. So basically the news that we got today, so that I'll just, you know, put this out there for anyone who didn't get to see it. We saw that two people were leaving the cast beck bennett who was around for eight seasons 2013 to 2021 uh he was actually in 10th place all time in sketches he's tied with steve higgins who is the producer he does a lot of voiceover work and Kristen wig so when you think about Kristen wig's amazing snl career beck bennett i mean really just incredible stuff and then we also lost uh, Lauren Holt, who probably under different circumstances, but was only with us for one season. She appeared in 36 sketches last season. So Kaylee, any thoughts on Beck departing us? I would, it, like Bill was saying, it was just complete shock. I mean, we've been hearing these rumors about all these other names, but Beck never, as far as I can recall, never came up in that list. And he, if I had to think of like a word for him in the last few years, he's just been a staple at SNL. Like, 
he can play a, a goof. He can play deadpan. Um, when I think of him, yeah, I think of the pre-tapes and gosh, I was really sad to see that. I was like, no, but hopefully he's off to, to things that he will enjoy and things that we'll get to enjoy watching him in. Yeah, Let, let's throw a little bit of a, a retirement party for Beck for a second. Let's talk about, you know, Beck's time on the show. Bill, is there anything else that you can think of if you had to like sum up what Beck represented on SNL? Maybe somebody's, you know, watching season 47 for the first time and they're like, oh, uh, you know, there's no more Beck Bennett. Like, who is Beck Bennett? What did he mean to the show? What do you, would you say it is? I mean, nothing, nothing particular as far as a sketch, but again, I think that he was, you know, if you, if you look through the history of the show, you have a Phil Hartman, you have, um, you know, a Will Ferrell, um, and, you know, I think he was in that mold and, but much more underappreciated than those guys, you know, and I mean, he also did tremendous impressions that didn't always get a lot of, uh, credit, you know, I mean, he did Putin, he did Pence, um, so who's going to fill those roles if they're needed as well? Um, but yeah, I, I really think like on the male side of the show, he, he has been the glue of, of the show for a very long time. And I, I feel like I don't even as much as we all love him and, and I haven't heard a bad word about him. I feel like he was underappreciated. Right. I agree because I also think that he came on SNL at such a weird time. He came on in season right. 39 where they added six new cast members. This is immediately after we lost Jason Sudeikis, Bill Hader, and Fred Armisen. And they were looking for anybody to try and find a way to replace. We had Brooks Whelan, John Milheiser. Um, it was just like a, a very random group of cast members came on. And they were all, most of them departed within a year. And we had Beck and Kyle. And Beck was really probably the all-star of the bunch. I mean, I know there's a lot of Kyle Mooney fans out there. But Beck was really the all-star representative from there. So it's, it's interesting to see him being the one that leaves, considering we had cast members that came on before him that are obviously still there. So it's very, uh, you know, farewell to Beck. He did incredible work on SNL. So um, guys, uh, anyone else have anything on Lauren Holtz? I know that uh, she was only on for one season. Anyone? I mean, look, uh, it's tough. <laughs> Go ahead, Kelly. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to give a shout out to like the three new cast members from last year. Cause they really got a raw deal with the pandemic. And like, it was just a weird year. And I think they all did what they could, but it's, I mean, as we all know, um, those of us who like know the show and how kind of how it works, you know, you, you really got to buddy up with the writers. And like, if you're literally not allowed to get physically close to them, I can only imagine how much more difficult that makes, you know, getting into sketches. Yeah, for sure. That is that is a huge factor. And that's something that we found out when we talked to people behind the scenes, uh, when we did some interviews last year, is that the lack of interpersonal communication that was happening behind the scenes was really, really tough. And also the thing was, is Lauren Holt was actually supposed to appear or, or be hired at the end of season 45. And because of the pandemic, because of those three at home shows, she was actually only hired for the start of 46. So I wonder how the trajectory um, of her career potentially changed. Uh, it's really interesting that we'll, we'll We'll look at down the road and i just want to say that like it's not a death knell to get fired after your first season we've seen there are plenty of examples of, of celebrities who are thriving now who have done one season on snl and get fired so like go yeah. lauren hold good good you have it on your resume go off yeah go get go. hired on some cute abc sitcom like yeah go Sarah silverman everybody yep Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So we, you know, that was it. So we, we lost two cast members there. So then, you know, you go from 20 down to 18 and now we added three cast members and now we're uh, back up to 21. And I just want to say 
I'm going to make a promise to our listeners. I'm going to try and not complain about the cap size this season. I think I said at the end of last season, I'm just going to accept it. I'm just going to say that this is what it's going to be. What? Why are you shaking your head? I don't. I don't promise that. I'm going to complain about the size of this cast. There are too many people in this cast. There are too many people. No. 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 I love everyone involved and I'm really upset about it because I want everyone to be involved and get their time in the sun, sun, but they're not going to because there's too many people. So, yeah. And that's my biggest problem with this as well. Like, you know, they're talking about all these people who are going to show up occasionally and, you know, and, and they're free to come and go as they please. That was okay for COVID for season 46. I don't understand why we're still doing this. Like somewhere John Lovitz is screaming into the ether. Like he, he was let go because he wanted to go make a movie and he was going to miss four or five shows. And now these people are just coming and going and you know they may be gone for six episodes they may come back for two like i I don't understand so i can't promise either (laughs) yeah here's my thing i totally get that point and if that's what it ends up being i will agree with you i just don't know how true that is like let's wait and see who's actually going to be there like there was this whole thing that was like uh chris and and keenan were not going to be there for episode after episode well you know what like they threw they flew back between new york and la during the week that's what you know what they decided so i'm not so sure that that's going to be that. I think what I was, I was having a conversation with Andy Hoagland earlier today from SNL and review. And we were, I was just saying to him, I was like, I just think this is what SNL is from this point forward. Like when I started last year at 46, I said like, look, I just wish things would go back to the way they were during the SNL thirties, where there was 12 cast members and we got to know each of them. Um, let alone when this series started with seven cast members. But I think I just realized like, look, as long as Lauren Michaels is running this thing, he wants there to be as many people as possible because you know, that way you, we, we have contingencies. If somebody goes, there's somebody there to replace them. You know, there's more people to handle more things. And I think the show is just produced in a way where they're happy to have more than 20 cast members or around 20 cast members at this point. So if we just look at it from those eyes and just say, this is a show that will always have 20 cast members, let's try and evaluate the show based on that, as opposed to complaining about those cast size. That's, that's my opinion. But of course you may be in Amanda or Bill and complain about it. And I totally get that. So I want to say I'm, I'm not mad mad at them for staying either you know if, if they're you i think they did a really good job last year with most of the cast members getting them into a lot of stuff obviously melissa and lauren are two of the notable exceptions but you know we still saw the rise of chloe and ago and and chris like so the possibility is there for these people to be in a lot of sketches but it's just are are is their mind there and that, that's that's where my concern is you know keenan keenan comes back he's flying across the country and he still kills it every week are we going to get that from cecily and 80 and kate and that that's my bigger concern interesting Okay, well, let's talk about these three new cast members. So the word in the SNL community was these three cast members were put out uh, by a random Reddit user last week. So that was the the big hype. Um, the way these things usually work is like there is some leak in production and somebody tells somebody and then they're like, I don't want to be responsible for this, but this is what it is. And this time it turns out to be true. So let's talk through these three new cast members and what we think. I'll bring up uh, a picture of the first one. Uh, this is Mr. Let's just make sure I pronounce this correctly. This is Aristotle. Is it Atari or Athari? Does anybody know? All right. Well, we'll go with that. We'll call him Aristotle for today. We're obviously going to find out. Daryl Hammond will do the uh, the voice on Saturday night. We'll know for sure. Um, 
So Aristotle is a part of an improv comedy podcast called This Is Americans Live. Obviously, he's going to be giving up that podcast, I guess, for a little bit uh, while he gets to uh, gets to work on this stuff. He's part of a comedy quartet known as Goatface, um, which was on a Comedy Central special in 2018. He is, I believe, of Middle Eastern descent. Uh, Chat, correct me if I'm wrong where he is from. Um, he has directed several smaller projects. He's been in HBO's Silicon Valley. Uh, so really interesting choice for the hire i'm excited to see uh you know some more diversity on the show that's always great um and i'm curious you know what you guys think of the choice to bring in someone like aristotle and where he fits into the cast so amanda let me start with you thoughts on aristotle that is one good looking man i'm so sorry i just like deeply distracted wow what a headshot iconic anyway um i'm i'm very excited <laughs> Not otherwise like it's like like i i looked up some of his stuff today he has a really good resume he's comes from good seed and it seems like he's gonna do a good job i would hope so and i feel like i hate to say it he's gonna step into the beck bennett like hot daddy like we need a straight man to be the hot guy in a scene that kind of thing i mean there's plenty of, like mikey day kind of does that too but you know what I mean? That same level. For sure. Uh, Bill, is that where you see him? You see him in like those dad roles? No, I, I think uh, somebody else is going to get those. I think Alex is going to get a lot more of those. Fingers crossed that he gets some more of the, the daddy roles and things like that. But I, I'm excited about Aristotle. I, talk tonight. <laughs> there is. <laughs> um, Aristotle, I, I, Goatface is hilarious. If you, I, I believe it's still on Comedy Central's website. Uh, you can go back and look at it. He was part of it with Hassan Minaj, who is hilarious as well. So, yeah, I mean, he's got great stand-up. I, I think uh, I, I, there's a lot of good potential here for him. And it's good to see a little bit more diversity on uh, a show that wasn't very diverse even 10 years ago. So, Yeah, that's definitely true. Kaylee, what were your thoughts when you heard about this hiring of Aristotle? Uh, well, I'm not familiar with, with Aristotle's work. I have to agree with Amanda that those eyes are piercing and they are like communicating something to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have to hear him talk. I haven't heard him talk yet. So I, I wonder like what I'll, the vibe I'll get from like just hearing him speak and seeing him move. Because as of today, all I've seen is this photo. I'm going to be doing more research on him. Of course, we'll see him soon. Um but yeah, I, so I saw the, when I first saw the, all the new hires, I saw all three pictures next to each other. And I, you know, of course started Googling all these people and it was good to see that, you know, he was, um, quote, according to his IMDB page of Middle Eastern descent. Um, I will say just, you know, kind of a blanketed general statement. Like I, I was hoping for an even more diverse, uh, round of hiring, um, so I'm a little disappointed in that generally, um, but we'll see what happens and hopefully, you know, we'll get more diversity as, as time goes on. Yeah, for sure. I'm very interested to see where his role is. Like I said, I mean, for me, I don't necessarily see him in the dad role in sketches. I think this is a guy who's going to bring something different. He obviously is, has like that pretty boy style. Um, to me, I'm just I, I'm really curious. This this one is a little bit curious for me where he is going to fit with the current cast because I do feel like the cast is so segmented between the people who were there from a long time ago and the people who are there now. And I do feel like the, these hirings, Aristotle, James, and Sarah, fit a lot more with potentially the Bowens and the Chloes and the Punkies. Like I see this whole new cast developing that's very different from the previous cast. So Sarah Sherman. All right. 
So, uh, this is Sarah Sherman, otherwise known, we, we got her name as Sarah Squirm last week. Um, has anyone seen any of Sarah's work previously? Yes. It's amazing. Okay, so, Bill, tell me about it. She she is just such a different voice. Um, and, you know, you, you worry about what, S- hopefully SNL doesn't stymie her voice because she can be crude. Um, she she does a lot of body uh, bodily fu- fluid humor if you will. Um, but she is hilarious. Um, if, if you want to start watching something that she's in, uh, she did a Sarah vaccine, YouTube, uh, fit about 15 minutes long. Hilarious. Um, she also did a fake SNL edition tape about a year or two ago, uh, which is only a couple minutes long, which is also very funny. She's just very offbeat. And I think that's something that we could really use on the show. Wait, so that was fake bill. Yes. Okay, I did not know that. I don't know if the chat did too, or you, but I, I found that on uh, YouTube as well. I was doing some research on Sarah. I didn't realize that was a, like, I, uh, look, I know that it's not like reality TV where people like send in audition tapes to get on the show as much. Like you have to go get recruited. All You know, we did a whole podcast on how to get on Saturday Night Live a lot of times. But Kaylee, as somebody who was like in a program, uh, you know, working towards Saturday Night Live, um, I, I did not realize that this YouTube audition was a fake SNL audition. Did you get a chance to see it? I have not seen it. No. Okay. Um, but well, no, give us your I'm, thoughts I'm, on Sarah. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not familiar with any of these new people, but I'm excited. And to hear that she's so different, I'm really curious because I think that could, I love people that take risks and um, maybe are off the beaten path. And I think that can either like go really well or it can blow up. And I just want to watch it either way. Um, so, and of course, gotta love that mullet. Yeah, for sure. I mean, this is a, like, I was saying earlier today, if you would have told me that Sarah Sherman was an SNL cast member, just just based on pure look, Amanda, I see you shaking your head. I would say that Sarah Sherman was a cast member in 1987. You? What do you think, Amanda? Um, I love her. I, 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 I love a mullet. I love mullet on a woman. Um, Miley Cyrus's mullet is, is, has given me everything for a very long time. She is so weird. I love an adult swim woman coming into this element. Um, because I like, I hope they give her digital shorts and give her like the post midnight weird hour to just like do her thing because if it when it pays off it's going to pay off well and she is she's the most exciting hire to me of all the ones they were announced today for sure yeah i mean that's the tough thing like we're talking about where these people are going to fit i have no idea where sarah's gonna Mm -hmm. fit i mean it'll be very interesting to talk about um she grew up in long island that's what i have here for some notes uh very like you said grotesque comedy style so this this is something that we haven't seen on saturday Night live that i could think of but i know people are looking for a lot of different things for the show i think that'll be exciting to see um she opened once for eric andre so uh, that is a good um fact um has hosted hell trap nightmare variety shows at the hideout um uh, paper magazine says she's primarily known for her frenzied body horror comedy I mean, I've never heard of an SNL cast member that was uh, there for that. Um, a, a Northwestern graduate as well. So very happy to have Sarah on the show. Curious what we'll get to see from her. I hope this is a situation where we get to see a lot from Aristotle, James, and Sarah, unlike uh, the cast members from last season. We saw Dismukes a lot towards the second half, but I would like to see some of these people a little bit more as we get going. Let's talk about our third cast member that was hired today, and I will bring up 
the photo of that person. And that person is James Austin Johnson. So let's bring up a photo of James. James also has a podcast, I believe. So lots of people hiring from the, uh, a lot of hirings from the podcast world. Hello, SNL. Um, he is, he is a regular in the LA comedy scene. Uh, he's, uh, uh, been in the movie Hail Caesar. He's been in shows like Tuca and Bertie, uh, during the 2020 election, he went viral for his Trump impressions, which is certainly timely that they would bring him on now. Uh, <laughs> Bill, you're shaking your head. You want to jump in on that? It's like if they hired Jay Farrow in 2016. Uh, that's that's my take. <laughs> like this is what this guy is known for, and it's hilarious. But it's like, yeah, that's like two years ago, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, very interesting that that is happening. I mean, especially like, look, the two people that we lost from this cast were Mike Pence and and the Mrs. Pence. So it was very interesting that now we get another Trump in here. Um, and yeah, so like I said, he's from the What Things or What Things podcast, a very strong impressionist. So I'm excited to see another impressionist on the cast. Obviously, Beck was a very big impressionist. So that is the, to me, he is the easiest person to fit into the current cast between Aristotle, James, and Sarah, because I could see a lot of Beck impressions going over to James instead. Um, Amanda, any thoughts on James? What Bill said, I just I, like I'm fine. I'm okay. So, like, I I I mostly am just like why in in okay. I would like to see more things other than Trump from this man, but you know, we'll see. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, we'll give him a chance. We'll give him a chance. Yeah, um, I'm not mad about it. I'm more like okay. Mm, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see Kaylee. Anything on James before we move on to the rest of the cast? Um, just to follow like the thread of the, the Trump thing, um, I, I, if we're going to see Trump at all, which mm, not that we're all asking for that, <laughs> um, but I would like to actually see a cast member if, if we do see him rather than, um, Alec Baldwin. I mean, it was good. It was a great novelty, but it almost like wore out to me after a while. Like, um, and then too, like all these, like in Jim Carrey as Joe Biden, like, I feel like we were taking away from the, or not we, but <laughs> whoever was making those decisions decisions were uh, taken away from the cast by, you know, having these celebrity plugins. Like it, it was a novelty. If we do have to see Trump again this season, I hope we do get to see uh, James's version. Yeah. That is actually such an interesting point, Kaylee, which I didn't think of, which was like, I just assumed that if, you know, Alec Baldwin and the Trump impression were done from SNL, like we retired that chapter and like that was finished. And Trump obviously isn't really in the news right now, so there's no reason for it. But I always did think to myself, okay, if there was going to be another reason to have a Trump impression on the show, would Alec ever do it again? And would people want to see Alec do it? And I have to believe that if they were going to do a Trump impression on the show, giving it to a new cast member like James would probably go over better than rehashing what happened between 2016 and 2020, where Alec Baldwin would constantly appear on the show. So in a way, I do wonder if this mitigates future problems that the show could have. So let's, you know, congratulations to the three new cast members. So happy to have them on the show. Really exciting stuff and welcome. Uh, let's talk through other thoughts on the cast. So like, you know, we have 17 other cast members. Uh, Amanda, I'll start with you. Any thoughts on any cast members that you want to talk about that you, what your expectations are for them this season? Is there somebody that stands out to you that you're really looking for to have a big season or maybe step up in a way that they didn't before? 
I think this is going to be the continued ascendance of Ego Nordum. I think she had such an incredible season last year that it's only going to go up from here. Like it's like Bowen and Chloe that goes without saying, but like Ego, I think is has only like really found her place and is only going to get better and better over time. I I love her very much, and I'm very excited to see that. Um, I am I mean always excited to see what Alex Alex Malik gets into because he's also like just a weirdo all the time, and I love that. And yeah, mostly that. That's really what I care about. I mostly care about like the and also I hope to see Punky Bru- uh, Punky Brewster. That's not her <laughs> <laughs> Punky Johnson. Yeah. Punky Johnson, thank you. Um, yeah. I hope to see Punky Johnson and a lot more things. I hope that that's you know, but I'm always happy to see Chris Red and and things. But I hope I hope Punky gets a little bit more time to shine this year, especially. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody in the chat, if you're watching along, I would love if you guys can put in the chat which cast members you're most looking forward to seeing this particular season. It it definitely varies across the board in the SNL community. There's obviously some stands of longtime cast members, but I would really love to hear who you guys, you know, the the really like hardcore SNL fans are really looking forward to seeing once it becomes 11:30 this Saturday. Bill, I'll go over to you. Which cast members do you want to talk about? Is there anyone you're really looking forward to seeing this season? Amanda stole mine, so. <laughs> Ego, I mean, the her MVP season last year was phenomenal, and hopefully we see some more of that this year. But also, I I think Chris Red showed his range last year as well. Um, The happiest I was to see who was coming back was was Che and Jost. I I I thought that that I said this in the the finale last year when we were talking that that would have been the biggest loss to me. I think Weekend Update is running so well these days and i i really hope that they stick around for you know three four five more years so i was very happy to see them and, and hopefully uh the writing continues to be really uh stellar on weekend update yeah, for sure. I mean, I see, I'll just call it some people in the chat. We have Allie in the chat who says uh, she's really excited to see Punky. So Amanda uh, totally agrees with Amanda. Uh, Dan says, I think we all want more Melissa. That's an interesting one as well that we Absolutely. can get into. Uh, Monette says, does Mukes continuing his momentum from last season? Um, so, and Homestar as well says, Andrew, does Mukes starting to shine and find his place? Uh, Kaylee, let me go over to you. Who are you excited to see this season? Um, well, I'm, as we all know, I think we can all see the tra- trajectory, but, you know, Bo and Yang is obviously on the rise and I'm really excited to see what he's going to do. I think he has like a really unique voice that we haven't seen before on SNL. Um, so, and of course he's been bumped up now and I'm just excited to see what happens with that. Of course, Ego. Um, yeah, Andrew Dismukes. I'm I'm curious about him because I really didn't get a good feel for him last year just because of that weird year. Um, so I'd like to see what goes on with him. But the thing I think I'm most curious about is like our long timers like AD and Kate. And like, I have this theory where like all these people who are rumored to leave, I think like most of them stayed because they wanted one more normal-ish year because they really didn't get like that would be a weird year a weird year to leave on um so i'm just curious to see how you know checked in they're going to be and what we're going to see from you know our longtime favorites yeah that's a really interesting point as well kaylee i really like that because um you know everyone expected them to go everyone expected them to go a couple of seasons ago and now they're still around so what 
you know, what are we going to get from them this particular season? Uh, we have some other people in the chat. We have uh, John who says, I'm glad Punky's back this year. Hope to see a lot more from her and certainly more of Bowen actually being a lead in sketches. So that will be exciting. Uh, Greg says uh, third season for Bowen and Chloe would be really big. Uh, Darren says he's really hoping to see more of Alex Moffat this season. What I'm curious about from Alex Moffat is are we going to get some Biden this season from Moffat, which we only got once last year, I'm pretty sure. So that will be interesting to see. Uh, Darren also says it's going to be weird if they have Sudeikis play Biden instead of him. So that's that's definitely a thought. Um, and then look, as I'm looking through the cast list, this is, this is what I'm really focused on this particular season is at, at the end of last season, I saw the ascendance of some incredible young players. And that included Ego Nuodem, who had, I had spoken to about potentially, you know, I had spoken to, to people about at the end of the season. She could be the female Eddie Murphy. And it's really incredible to see her rise going into, I, th I think it's her fourth season going into right now, to talk about what she could do on the show. I'm really excited about that. I'm also really excited what, to see what Heidi Gardner is going to do this season. Heidi is somebody who I have found is getting lost in the shuffle way too much. She is, you know, in that weird spot where she is like right behind the veterans who have been there the entire time and right ahead of all these up and coming cast members. And I really feel like last year, maybe this year, it's kind of time for Heidi to start taking over the show a little bit. And I feel like she definitely has the talent to do so. I also loved what we saw from Chloe Feynman. I think when we saw all those Britney cold opens last year, it showed her range. I think that she has incredible potential to be a, you know, an amazing cast member and just a huge star on the show. Uh, Bowen does, did some incredible things on Weekend Update last season, including that iceberg. So I'm just so excited to see what we're going to get from our younger players. I think those are the storylines to watch as we head towards season 47. Did anyone else have anything on the cast before I move on? The only other thing I'd want to yeah. say is I, I think I think this is the first time that we've seen SNL as a female driven vehicle. I mean, we've we've always had these incredible people all the way back to Gilda and Jane. But like the, the top five people you would talk about most of the time from this show are female. And I think that's fantastic, mm -hmm. you know, especially when you think about the early 80s when when the, the women were relegated to being the. The, the wife that didn't speak in the background or, you know, how, how Julia Louis-Dreyfus wasn't used and, you know, things like that. I think Ego, Chloe, Heidi, and then, of course, Kate, Aidy, and, and Cecily. I mean, it, it's amazing the talent that's on the show, and I, I think that's that's great and hopefully continues going that way. Yeah, uh, totally. I, I'm so with you, Bill. I mean, I yeah. go ahead, Amanda. Oh, yeah. My only note is that Heidi Gardner, as much as, like, she's – I feel like she's been relegated – I feel like also has this wonderful benefit in terms of her career where she's become her character has become an archetype, like, like a Heidi Gardner type, like a big hat, a big wide brimmed hat, a blonde woman being ditzy. That's a Heidi Gardner type that you will see in characters like on television running forever. And that is better than any kind of, SNL placement to me is like there's so many characters I see on TV that I know I'm like that was written for Heidi Gardner like that's just that and that's I love her so much I'm very I also think she's deeply underutilized on this show but I just had to uh, say that 
A hundred percent. No, it, it, it is amazing point, Amanda, because it's possible that just Heidi and, and her career trajectory is just meant for non SNL, whatever, you know, happens after because there's so many roles that are written for her. I just have always argued the fact that she's so freaking talented. And just that it ha just so happens that Kate and AD and Cecily often take roles that we would love to see go to Heidi som uh, sometimes. So that's where what the I problem would is. Uh, what I would love to see from Heidi going forward is like uh, her, the character she played in that Keegan Michael Key, Michael Jordan uh, sketch, the the old man. Like I want her to lean into the weird and like the maybe, or like it's you know uh, she's playing male or you know not as feminine or something. But I, I would love to see more because that that took me totally off guard. I loved that, and I, I hope we get to see more of the weird from her. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, this is what I'll do before we move on from any other cast stuff. Before we're going to talk about some of the hosts and stuff that's coming up, um, let me just go through the names. Of it. Is there anybody else? You know, you don't you don't have to, but if you if I call out a name and there's somebody that you want to say something about with regards to this person in the cast, same thing with the chat. Let us know. Um, Ad Bryant, anything we're expecting from Ad this particular season? Anyone got anything on Ad? Okay. Well, uh, looking forward to seeing what she will do if she can continue going. Uh, you know, we, we spoke about Che. Uh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's an interesting one that we didn't bring up before. Uh, Pete, to me, had his best season in the cast. I think that the SNL community felt that way last season. Um, anyone have anything they want to say about Pete coming up? I think Pete is a classic example of what Kaylee was saying. Um, I think he would have been gone after last year. But he wanted one more traditional season in in the studio to do everything. Um, I think his career has just kind of like kind of diverted out of SNL as much as I love him. And I think he's still going to do great work this year. Um, but I absolutely think that he was ready to get out a while ago. Okay. Bill? Yeah, completely agree. Uh, I mean, it definitely was his best year by far. Um, and I was kind of surprised, even more so than Cecily. Cecily seemed to be a lot more on the fence, even though she had the big weekend update moment in the finale. He seemed like he was gone like that. And, you know, for him to be coming back was kind of a shock. Um, but hopefully he continues doing what he's done uh, in the last year and uh, is showing up in a lot more sketches as opposed to just being on weekend update pieces. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and yet, like you guys are saying, I mean, Pete has become a huge star. He's probably the biggest star in the cast at this point, which is uh, which is pretty uh, just in terms of like pure like uh, I forget what the, the wording is to describe that. But uh, there is a rating that goes for a, uh, for how popular a celebrity is. You got it, Bill? Q. Yes, yes, Q that's the Q. Q, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> blanking on that one. Yeah, his Q is off the charts right now. So it'll be interesting to see what he does uh, this season. Um, Mikey Day, anything from Mikey that you guys are looking forward to or just, uh, you know, classic Mikey Day sketches? Okay. And then uh, we spoke about Chloe, Heidi, Colin, uh, Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon returns. She's probably the one that we thought would be going the most. Everyone was just questioning, when is Kate going to leave? Um, again, is it same old from Kate? Same thing with Edie and Cecily? Yeah, for sure. I think she came back just so she can break the record so you can cover it at the end of the season, John. <laughs> is that it? Is that it? Yes, yeah. that's it. That's for the sure. only reason. <laughs> Yeah, we'll talk about that in our By the Numbers show, but she's very close <laughs> to the Live from New York uh, record. Uh, Kaylee, you were going to say something? Um, I was just going to say, like, I I love Kate, and of course we know she's, like, we all know she's talented and, you know, a star, and she's, you know, had an amazing success on that show. But, like, I feel like the last couple of seasons, I don't remember a lot of what she's done, and I, I hope that she 
it's that fire back in her. Um, I feel like a jerk saying that, but um, yeah, I, I just, I'm curious. I don't, who knows what's going on, but I, I hope we, we get to see more of that Kate McKinnon classic Kate McKinnon that we love. Yeah, for sure. And we spoke about Moffat a little bit. Uh, we'll be, you know, everyone is hoping for more from Alex Moffat for sure. Kyle Mooney. Kyle is very interesting. Kyle is the one that people definitely thought were going to be, you know, going between Beck and Kyle. Uh, I don't know what he will do be doing this season. He's definitely an enigma for me with regards to this cast. Where does he fit in? Uh, does he find a new Beck Bennett in one of the new cast members that comes in? So uh, that will be a fun thing to watch. Um, we spoke about Ego. There's also Chris Red. Uh, Chris will be, to me, has been you know really on the rise as well. It'd be great to see what he can do this season. Uh, Cecily. This was a very weird choice for me for Cecily to come back. I know there was a lot of rumors that she was on the fence for a while, but uh, we obviously had that goodbye sketch, as we were calling it, at the end of the season. Um, in context, knowing that she comes back, does that take away from the uh, her being in the box of wine at the end of 46? Um, that's something we're for sure going to talk about as we move forward. Bill? I, I don't think she can ever do Judge Janine again, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you can't you can't come back from that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Keenan is continues to you know smash through records. He's been the most sketches in the history of the show. He's on the most seasons in the history of the show. So he's going to continue. He will be on the show forever. So never expect him to leave. Uh, Melissa, we spoke about. Want to see more from Melissa uh, Bowen? Very excited about that. Dismukes and Punky, and then obviously our three new players. So uh, excited to talk about this cast as we move forward. Who's doing well and who is not, and that all kicks off in just a few days. We also got some hosts and musical guests coming up. So we start everything off with Owen Wilson with musical guest Casey Musgraves. We have Kim Kardashian West and Halsey. We have Rami Malik with Young Thug. And then we have Jason Sudeikis with Brandy Carlisle. So those are our first four episodes of the season coming up. So Amanda, we haven't gotten your thoughts on what you know the first month of the show is going to look like. Any you know overall thoughts as you look forward to this first month of the show? I'm glad that Lauren is taking risks. I know Kim Kardashian is a hot take. I get it. People are upset about it. I'm glad to see like a risk being taken yet again. Like finally, it's just very interesting. I I'm not mad about it. You know, I I'm not and I'm not a Kardashian stan. I'm just really glad to see something very different, you know. Um I mean, I'm happy happy Jason Sudeikis the original hot daddy is back I'm so happy to see him um I love Ted Lasso I have a lot of feelings about Ted Lasso um you can slide in my dms if you ever want to talk about Ted Lasso and I will send you videos of me just crying just crying um and I think in general it's a good controversial first month and that's what Lauren wants Lauren just wants to get the people going and he did a good job and people are talking about it yeah and so, yeah, there's that. And also good for Owen Wilson getting the season opener. Like, wow, congratulations. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Kaylee, over to you. What are your thoughts on the first month of the season, these, these announcements that we got last week? Yeah, I mean, it was all surprising. Uh, obviously, I think we all were kind of like, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> you know, but, but we'll see. You know, I don't know. Um, she, has she hosted before. She hasn't hosted before. No, so no Kardashian has actually ever appeared that's, on the show. That's before. what I so, thought. So yeah. it'll be interesting. I, I, I have seen her uh, acting 
um, somewhat. And so we'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for Owen Wilson. Um, just who was the, who was the third week? So Rami Malik um, was the Rami Malik. Yeah. 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 I bet that'll be good. Um, yeah. Um, and I'm excited and we'll just see how it goes. Okay. Bill, over to you. What do you think about the first month of the season? Oh, so many thoughts. Uh, you know, <laughs> no, let's do this. Let's air them out. I mean, look, I, I, I'll give you a sports analogy, John. Like w- to me, when I go to a baseball game, I want to see the star starting pitcher. I don't want to see the fifth guy in the rotation pitching. But as much as I may complain when I get there, and if it's not, you know, Clayton Kershaw or Max Scherzer, I'm still enjoying the game. So I'm Such not happy about it. <laughs> right? Um, yeah. Come on, man. Uh, Kim Kardashian, why, why I understand it's clicks and it's likes and it's ratings grabs and it's bringing in people who wouldn't watch the show normally. I'm not as mad about it as I was about Elon, but I don't get it. This is a comedy show. You know, why are we doing this? I didn't like it when Steve Forbes was on. I didn't like it when, you know, countless other people they've done throughout the years. Um, but that being said, um, I'm excited about Owen. I think it's, the only problem I have with Owen hosting is that we're kind of getting away from the tradition of, you know, the season premiere and the season finale being an SNLer, whether that's a longtime host or an alumni or they you know, we talked about this on the super fan a couple of months ago, you know, it's, it's somebody who had a huge movie or a huge summer Loki, like, that's it. Like, that's all you got for me. <laughs> like you, you, you have to go back to, I, I was looking through today Rob Lowe in season 26 premiere. That would be the last time somebody who wasn't red hot or an alumni came back and hosted the show for the premiere. So it's a little weird to me, but I think he'll be great. I, I love all his movies. So, um, and then of course, Sudeikis. I mean, that's just huge. We, you know, we were bantering for this all year last year. Um, and there's so many different ways they can go with that, bringing back all his old characters and all the cameos we may get with Kristen and Forte and Hater. And, you know, we better get Pete Twinkle. That's all I'm saying. Um, yes. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, but we, you know, the one thing I know we're going to do predictions in a little bit, but we may get two Nassim Pedrad cameos. Kim Kardashian right. episode doing her impersonation and coming back for uh, the uh, underground rock festival, the Kickspit underground rock as little blast. Oh, that so. is not happening. There's no chance. That's <laughs> Come on. Yeah, there's no chance. whatsoever. <laughs> but, but I, I love where you're going with that. Uh, yeah. This for me. Okay. So let's talk about, you know, we, we can go over all the individual, you know, cast members, musical guests, but we you know we've been talking about this for a few days. So I don't want to necessarily go into too much detail about everyone because we're going to be covering this for the next month in lots of detail. But what I will say is that these four hosts and musical guests are some big names. And the difference between this and what we were seeing in 46, even though we got some really good episodes, there was a lot of like, who is that? And okay, we got the star of a lead, you know, we got the lead of a Netflix show to come in. And a lot of people didn't know who they were or what else they were from. And it was interesting because a lot of the questions we were having in the SNL community last year was, can is SNL having trouble potentially booking hosts because of COVID? And, you know, do hosts not want to travel to New York and spend the time with all these people, perhaps when they're shooting other things for them to go and work SNL because of the COVID restrictions means that they're going to have to quarantine and it's going to completely mess up their schedules. We had a lot of British hosts that were coming in. So it was it was like a little bit of a different style of booking. 
And what we're seeing in season 47, I mean, Owen Wilson has been a big name for 20 years. I mean, like I said on, you know, a few days ago, Owen Wilson could have been hosting, you know, was asked to host before. I mean, this is an, an episode from 2005. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, um, Kim Kardashian is the one of the biggest names in the entire world. I mean, this is a really, really big get for SNL. So I totally get where you're coming from, Bill. To me, this is a no-brainer to see what she can do on the show. Rami Malek is a really big star. I mean, this is a big question mark for a lot of people to see how he's going to do on SNL. But Rami Malek is a huge star. And Jason Sudeikis is probably on the most talked about show of 2021. So I think these are huge names for SNL to get. So for me, this makes me very excited for what we are going to see in season 47, because I almost feel like SNL has taken off the the shackles of what they were able to do in 46. And really, they can book anybody at this point. So that's, you know, that's where I'm coming from as we start to look at themes for 47 is, you know, this is post COVID in terms of their operations in a way. Does anybody else agree or disagree? Completely agree. Yeah, I we, we talked about the Brits so much much last year, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I think and I think that'll loosen up with uh, with all the cameos too. I mean, even we you know when we talked about the Dan Levy episode, like having Eugene in this plastic bubble, you know, that was the closest we got to having a cameo. Um, I, I think that'll be a nice thing of going back to uh, pre-COVID. Um, and it's interesting with Rami that. He's promoting the same movie that the last pre-COVID episode of SNL was promoting when Daniel Craig hosted back in March of 2020. <laughs> Here we are 19 months later, and it's the same damn movie. It's finally coming out. But that, that's pretty interesting that uh, I don't think that's probably ever happened in the history of the show. Yeah, Amanda, any, any two cents here on SNL loosening the shackles on potential hosts that they can bring in potential guests is does that excite you as we move into season 47? I'm excited about it. I do, I hope we never get an Elon Musk level situation ever again. But other than that, yeah, bring it bring in all the people. I'm ready to see I am ready to see like Megan the Stallion host SNL, okay? Like I am fully pre- I'm prepared to see Lizzo host SNL. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's have this conversation, okay? I'm ready, like, bring back RuPaul. Let's do that. Let's do these things. Like, I'm I'm fully, yeah, I'm here for an unconventional decision, weird SNL season, for sure. Yeah, I just think they're going to go for really big names. And I think that people are not going to accept, like, people are not going to expect some of the names that we're going to get. And I think that as we get announcements throughout the season, I'm expecting, there's always a couple, you know, two or three episodes that are a little who is that. But I really think season 47, they're going to go out for all the stops and they're going to try and bring in lots and lots of people. I think we're probably, you know, well, I'll say this for the predictions, actually, but I think we're going to get some big names that have come in the last few seasons that they're going to want to make sure to bring back as friends of the show. Let's talk about overall themes for season 47. What we want to mark down that season 47 is going to represent. Last year, when we started at season 46, I asked Bill Kenny, I said to him, I said, what is season 46 going to be in the history of the show? So, you know, we we look back and, you know, we go through every single season and there's something that was happening in the world at the time. There was, you know, different things. And Last year was the COVID season. I know that season 45 ended with those three at-home episodes, but we talked about season 46 is really how is SNL going to operate in the midst of COVID, given all the restrictions between the cast and booking guests. What is season 47 going to represent? Let's make our predictions about how we're, how the world is going to see season 47 moving forward. 
Kaylee, do you have anything that you would like to predict as to what season 47, what the theme of the show will be for this year? I don't know what I would like. Um, I hope it, I hope it just continues to push the envelope. I feel like it's also weird because, you know, last year was an election year and so much of like the jokes and, and coverage and sketches of, of that. And of course, you know, weekend update was always great. Um, you know, talking about everything election related. So now that like that dust has settled, I'm really curious as to how they're going to go ahead. Um, I don't know what I want it to be. Um, I maybe riskier. I would love to see like a riskier season and maybe with Sarah added to the cast, we might get to see a little bit of that. Yeah, that, that could be a really good one, Kaylee, because it could be that uh, season 46, maybe at times certainly played things safe. And is it possible that season 47 represents the show turning into a little bit of a riskier show. So I, I think that that could be the start of what we get to see as we head towards season 50. Um, Amanda, I'll go to you. Tell me what you're thinking. What, what will season 47 be for the SNL community? I think it will be cathartic in a way. And I don't know why. I think it will be like a return, I hope a return to form, but mostly like a return to just like some level of normalcy. I think there'll be a lot more risk taking the season. I think that the additions they've made in the cast and the, the promotions that they've made have really kind of solidified that the show is leaning in a weirder direction. They are not going to be afraid to like do bizarre things. They're not really going to like worry about making things palatable for the everyday American consumption, which is very interesting to watch in a show like Saturday Night Live, a tentpole. Um, but I think over the past year, everyone got weirder just because the world got weirder. So we had to adjust our sense of humor to go along with that. And so I think in general, I'm really, I'm just hopeful. I'm hopeful that this season is allows the people, I mean, the 20 plus people in this cast, everyone gets their time to shine. Bill. So over to you, what do you think that the theme of season 47 is? You're, you're always pretty good at this. So give us the prediction. Well, we talked so much last year about how season 46 was this time capsule season. You know, we were going to be able to look back on this and go, oh, yep, that's the year everybody was in their houses. That's the year that, you know, democracy almost disappeared. That's the, you know, so there's these <laughs> themes that, you know, kind of encapsulate and that doesn't come around very much. I mean, you know, season, uh, the 9-11 season, that was another season that was like that, where you didn't know where the humor was going to go. And it was very tentative. You couldn't be too sarcastic and you couldn't make jokes about, you know, politics and you couldn't. And I, what I'd love to see, and I think we started to see it the second half of season 46, is back to the slice of life. You know, the, the sketches that, you know, sitting around on the couches and, and you know, and, and the jokes that come from that. And, and this is what the show was made on in the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s. Like, you know, and letting these these 21 cast members do their thing and shine in their own way. And they don't have to be in Giuliani makeup and they don't have to be in Trump makeup and let them just be themselves and show their craziness and their funniness. And um, I mean, that's, that's all you can really hope for, for this season. 
I, I swear, Bill, that's why I love uh, being on these things with you, because I literally wrote down on my paper, I was like, season 47 to me is the return of the slice of life sketches. That's what SNL will be in season 47 to me, because uh, like Amanda said, in season 46, there was just like everybody was talking about one particular thing, be it the election, be it COVID, different things were happening in the news. And I'm not going to say that that's not going to happen this season. I think we're going to get big news stories that are obviously going to influence the show. But in certain seasons in the history of the show, when those things happen, they're generally relegated to the cold open and weekend update and maybe one sketch. But I think we're going to get a lot of slice of life. And for those who don't know what that means, that's really just taking everyday situations and, you know, funny things that would happen and creating scenarios out of regular life as opposed to taking current events and using them to create certain sketches. And I don't mind those things every now and then. I think I was very high on the Reggae Jean episode last season. I know not everybody was, but the Reggae Jean episode last year was very much like, let's take all the modern pop culture jokes and make sketches out of them. And I'm okay with that every now and then. I just don't think that's what season 47 will be about. So that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Anyone else got anything on this? The the only other thing I'll say is, you know, almost a year, exactly a year ago, we were talking about um, whether they were going to even be able to put on a show. And I don't think we have to worry about that now. And that that's that's kind of going to let the air breathe in the room a little bit better as far as, you know, making a good show. Like we, we didn't know if it was going to get canceled on a Thursday because six people had tested positive. So that's going to put some more funny into the show as well. Yeah, definitely. And certainly, I mean, if somebody, you know, like COVID is obviously still out there, if somebody does test positive this season, um, you know, we did find out there were certain members of the crew that did last season. I'm interested to see if SNL, if we're going to find out about that stuff as that happens, or it's going to be a long time down the road, we find out so-and-so got tested positive during season 47. Hopefully nobody doesn't, but it'll be interesting to find out as we move forward. I hope that it's like on The View. I don't know if you saw on The View on Friday. They found a mid-show they had COVID. That was amazing. I hope that happens. Like, like they fully get like a big cane and like yank someone off the stage. That's fingers crossed. That would be prime Which, comedy. The chances that SNL does a, a sketch about that this week are pretty damn good, I think. <laughs> even yes. bringing Keenan in as Whoopi, even though she's not on the show anymore. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be that would be actually. Yeah, I I would really look forward to that. Um, do you guys want to make some predictions for season forty seven? This will we'll play a fun game. This is what we do on our preseason uh, preview show. We did the same thing last season, so we're gonna make some predictions for season forty seven and chat. I want you guys to play along. So you guys are listening live on YouTube. I want you to tell us your opinions. So. The first prediction that we are going to do is who will appear in the most sketches this season among all of the cast members. So let me read out our top 10 from last season. Okay, so I'll read out the top 10. Number one was Beck Bennett last season. So he's no longer on the show. So this leaves an opening for somebody to end up being there. Number two was Keenan. Three was Kate. Four was Ego. Five was Mikey. Six was Heidi. Seven, tied for seven, was Pete and Chris. Nine was Alex. And 10 was Kyle. So I want to know, in 2021-2022 season, who is going to lead season 47 in sketches? Kaylee, do you have somebody for us? I think that it'll be Ego. 
just because I think everyone's so excited about her and I know that she's very beloved there and she's writing a lot of her own stuff that's getting on. So I think it could be her maybe. Okay. That's a great pick. That's really interesting. Ego, like we said last year was fourth in sketches. Uh, the year before season 45, Ego was 11th. So she's been on a pretty big rise so she was yeah she was 14th in her first season 11th in her second season and then fourth in her uh third season so if you were like a betting person you see the trajectory rising from ego bill what do you think who's gonna lead snl in sketches this season i'm gonna go with the theory that kate and keenan and, and some of the elders will not be there every week um and i'm gonna play favorites and go with my girl heidi Heidi. Interesting. Yep. So Heidi was sixth in sketches last season. Two years ago, Heidi was in seventh. Okay, so she has been around there. And th- yeah, three years ago, she was in seventh as well. So she's been about seven, seven, six for the last few years. You think she's going to make a jump all the way up to first. That would be very exciting for me. I'd really love to see Heidi in a ton of more sketches. Amanda, who do you think is going to lead SNL in sketches this season? I also think it's going to be Ego. I also think Mikey Day might come up you gotta give me one out of nowhere. You gotta give me one. Oh, then, <laughs> ego then then she gets my vote there we go okay okay so we got two egos we got one heidi uh this is tough is keenan a cop-out answer <laughs> or is that just that is a cop-out answer i have to give someone someone unconventional okay i think the person that is going to lead snl in sketches in season 47 is going to be Mikey Day. I think it's going to be Mikey. I think with the loss of Beck Bennett, I think they're going to put Mikey into a lot of those roles and he's just going to continue to be relied upon. So I think I will pick Mikey Day as the leader in the clubhouse for sketches for season 47. Okay. Guys, oh, also I'll say in the chat, we have Ali who says Kate. Uh, we have Homstar who says, I think Mikey or Kate. John says, my gut says it's going to be Kate. Uh, business as usual over there. So let us know if you have any more picks for most sketches. Let's talk about the most, the most times said live from New York this season. So who's going to say live from New York the most this particular season? Amanda, do you want to go first on this one? No, you don't? Okay. Okay, fine. Over to Bill. <laughs> I, I'm sticking with what I said earlier. I think Kate is sticking around just to prove you right, John. She is going to get to number one this year. Okay. All right. Kaylee, what about you? Well, you know, I'm thinking about the cold opens. And if I had to pick, now that Beck's gone, I probably would say Kate as well. Because when I think of her, I think of cold opens often. So I think it could likely be her. Okay. Amanda? I'm going to say it's Alex Moffat. Okay. I think Can you so. elaborate? Can you elaborate on that? Why do you think that? I think because of just cold opens, presidential stuff, Bideny things. That's why. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of our friends, Monette, in the chat says uh, Chloe Feynman, potentially. And I, I actually think it could be Chloe. I, I am going to throw that out there. It's like that's a little bit of a hot take and unconventional pick. But I, I was thinking the same thing, Monette, because uh, I think she just did such a fantastic job with the Britney stuff going last year. And I think we're going to see that a few times. I think there's high potential that uh, we end up seeing Chloe in, in could be almost every cold open this season. I would love to see something like that. So that will be an interesting 
pick. We'll have to ask our, our stats guru, Mike Murray, about who has appeared in the most cold opens last season in terms of all the sketches. We can talk about that in a couple of days on our By the Numbers show as well. Uh, we did talk about like earlier, uh, we talked about the cold open stuff, but I want to know which cast member will appear in 10 to 1 sketches the most. So that is our last sketch of the evening. So I want you to think about this. This is a cast member who maybe doesn't appear in a lot of things throughout the night, but then we get to see them right at the end of the show, right at 12.55 every single week. Amanda, do you have somebody for me? I'm going to make you go first this time. It's Sarah. It's going to be Sarah's. That's going to be Sarah's like sweet spot. It's just going to be like ending us on just like that weird... Oh, like when you go to like, to like go get like sesame ice cream, like that, like that, just like slightly weird level of just like, it's good, but I cannot understand if this is a fever dream that I made up because it's the middle of the night, or if that's an actual thing that aired on television in the middle of the night. And I think that's going to be her. That's, yeah, I'm excited to see. I'll stay up for her. Okay. Kaylee, what do you think? Maybe Andrew Dismukes. Um, I I don't know why. <laughs> That's just who, I just you know I feel that I don't know. I, was that true of him a lot last year? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he does yeah. in that grocery wrap. That's one that I could certainly think of that appeared at the end of the episode. Um, that was a really good one for him. I I really liked. Oh, there was also uh, he he did a lot of really good pre tapes, and I think sometimes mm-hmm. pre tapes do get relegated for the end of the episode, especially for time. So I do think that. Um, as far as pre-tapes are concerned, I'm really curious to see what we're going to see from Andrew this season. So I do like that pick. Bill, what about you? I'm I'm going to make it two out of three and say Sarah. Uh, yeah, I mean, my only my only caveat would be that, you know, a lot of times those end up being the cut for time, not only relegated to the end of the show, but that they get put up on YouTube the next day. But I'm going to go with uh, Sarah that is going to get the most uh, 10 to ones. Yeah, I see this name in the chat a lot, and I'm going to go with Kyle Mooney. I think that uh, what I'm curious about is that without Beck Bennett, is Kyle Mooney going to disappear even more from the show, or is he going to actually be motivated even more to write interesting things for himself and produce interesting material? Because his best friend, or somebody who worked very close with on the show, is no longer there. And I wonder if this is potentially a little bit of a kick in the ass for Kyle to get going with some more creative stuff. And will we see some of those things at the end of the show, especially with somebody like a Sarah who can certainly do all those things? The combination of Kyle and Sarah together could be really, really fun for those 10 to 1. So that is something I am looking forward to seeing this season. There's one other element of the show I want to ask you guys about, and that is which cast member will appear on Weekend Update the most this season. And that can't be Jost or Che, obviously. We're going to look for a cast member that will appear there as a guest. Uh, We lost Beck, who was doing a lot of stuff on Update. We had Jules. (laughs) We had uh, um, lots of things last season. I I keep thinking of the one where he was like the the horse racer um, at the end of last season. He's a great, great Update person to come on there, but he's... Someone needs to fill that void. Bill, who are you thinking is going to do that? I think we're going to see more of Heidi. Uh, you know, she she's known for her Weekend Update characters. It's pretty much the only place we get recurring characters these days. Uh, so I, I think she'll bring out some of uh, our favorite classics and uh, maybe a couple of new characters as well. Okay. Amanda, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I think that um, if Cecily Strong is going to be off doing other things which i'm assuming she might be 
it's probably going to be Heidi's time for we get update to be her her moment. It's always been her moment, but especially there, it's gonna be great. Yeah. Okay, Kaylee, over to you. I definitely think that Bowen we're gonna see a lot of on Weekend Update. I mean, that Titanic iceberg thing was just so iconic, and people just went nuts for that. And I feel like we're gonna see like similar characters as opposed and and in addition to like maybe more normal like human characters at least. Um, he's got a great energy for for Update. You know, his frustration and everything plays really well for that format. Um, so I think we'll definitely see a lot of him on Update this year. Yeah. So uh, that is for sure. I'm really excited to see what we're going to get from Bowen this season on update. I'm going to go with something that seems obvious, but I'm actually going to say Kate McKinnon. And I think that this is where Kate is headed towards this season. I think Kate is going to be relegated to the update desk plenty this season. And I, I think that it's just because, you know, she is nearing the, you know, what we would assume is the twilight of her SNL career. And I think she's done everything she could possibly do with sketches and characters and sketches. And we're going to see some of those these this season. But I think as far as like creativity is concerned, um, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff from Kate on update this season. That's just my prediction i think she's very easy to write for for the weekend update desk and i think that maybe perhaps we'll see what happens with cecily on there and some of the new people but uh i would love to see what we're going to get from kate on weekend update in season 47 okay that's it for cast predictions now i'm going to ask you to give me a host and it can't be one of the four that we just got already give me a host that is going to host in season 47 we're going to mark it down this is going to be somebody who's going to be announced as a host sometime this season bill do you have anybody for us that you think will be hosting the show i'm going to swing for the fences john um i think because of the their continuing popularity um, and having one of the hottest shows on Hulu right now that we're going to see for the first time since 1986, Martin Short and Steve Martin host together. Um, their their show Only Murders in the Building is is killing it on Hulu, and you know they have their their live shows that they do as well. Um, maybe we'll even get Chevy to come out and do the Three Amigos with them. I doubt it, um, but. I, I'm going. I'm going. Martin and Steve co-hosting together at some point, maybe the Christmas show. Okay, that would be really exciting to cover. Kaylee, do you have somebody that you would like to see host the show this season? Or not even who you like to see. Who do you predict will host the show in season forty-seven? Uh, well, this is. I, I think it's possible, but it probably does lean more into who I would like to see. Um, I think maybe someone from the cast of the Hulu show. Uh, Reservation Dogs, um, which is the indigenous comedy um, that's been really successful this past year, and it just got renewed for season two. Um, not sure when that's going to come out, but I, being indigenous myself, I I hope we get to see that. I think that'd be really cool. Um, and those kids, they're just they're getting like they were in Vogue recently, and I think they're just really on the on the rise. So um, and two like with SNL trying to at least appear more diverse, <laughs> um, maybe we'll get to see that. I, I hope so. Okay, that's really cool. Uh, that would be really exciting to see. Amanda, do you have somebody for us that you predict will host in season forty seven? Baby, I have a list. I have oh, okay. a list. Give, give okay. it to me. Give it to me. We're yeah. going to get Denzel Washington is coming for the Macbeth movie that's coming out. Um, what else? What else do I think of? Um, somebody from the new Sopranos movie, maybe John Bernthal, maybe a Corey Stoll. 
Um, who else? Joaquin Phoenix, for sure, because he has a movie coming out. I see Haim coming back as a musical guest because they have, because Alana Haim is in the new. Give me host, uh, give me host. <laughs> and then finally, this is my hottest take because people do not believe me, but this fact is true. Rita Moreno, EGOT herself, Rita Moreno will come out in production for West Side Story, which is coming out around Christmas. I think that will be our Christmas episode. We'll be Rita Moreno finally getting to host SNL for the first time. Okay. Okay. This and is, yes, even is... after her racist, co- racist controversy this year, I think they're still going to call her. Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right. Good thing I didn't ask you for one. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for telling me um, all of those. That's really great. Um, I'm going to come at this from a different angle. I think that they are going to go for probably the most popular name in the world right now. I don't know if anybody knows who I'm going to say, but I think they're going to put Addison Ray as a host of the show this season. She is huge obviously coming from the tiktok world i know she had a little bit of a controversy with uh jimmy fallon last year where they did a bunch of tiktok dances and didn't credit the people who created those tiktok dances um when they did that segment but uh they they ended up doing that later on and and crediting them in the end but uh she's so popular i know she was just in the uh the new netflix i think it's uh he's all that it was on netflix and which was like an incredibly popular show um I wouldn't be stunned if we saw her in the Kim Kardashian West episode. I know she has a pretty good relationship with the Kardashians. And that would be like one of those things potentially where we get a guest on the show and then have her host. And yes, I do just want to watch the world burn as Monette says in the comments, because I really think that that is what SNL is going to do. These are predictions, guys. So this is what I predict is going to happen. Um, we also have some other people in the chat who said that they are hoping to see uh, Tom Holland host, who is uh, Spider-Man. would be very exciting to see Tom Holland, uh, someone from the MCU, come in. Uh, Zendaya would be a great host of the show. Uh, Kristen Stewart, I see in the chat. Uh, Bill Hader. I mean, that's one of those things that uh, Bill Kenny. I mean, I remember thinking last season, are we going to get former cast members host the show as an easy way for them to get you know, guests to come on in. And we did end up getting Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. But I do wonder if, because it's been a while, if we're going to get a lot of cast members come in and host the season. I think so. I, I think that was one of the biggest shocks of last year that we didn't have that, where you didn't have Tina Fey on, on the bat phone and, and have her come in just because you knew they could come in if there was, you know, uh, somebody had to drop out at the last second or you needed just somebody who knew how to do this comedy and, 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 very adverse conditions. So yeah, I think we'll, we'll see a lot of that this year, but that's always my hope. I have a list about 10 pages long of all the former SNLers that I'd love to see host. So yeah, for sure. Uh, Forte. Um, so, uh, there's, there's also, uh, in the chat, um, our friend Darren says Gene Smart and Catherine Hahn would be fantastic. Um, Spencer says, uh, Team Addison Ray, thank you for that. Uh, Nicole also says, uh, Florence Pugh as well, which I know who was rumored to host the premiere. So lots of interesting names. Um, I know this kind of does go hand in hand, but I'm going to say, give me somebody who will be a guest this season, and this will open up the range of possibilities. So somebody who will be a guest, maybe somebody that they can't guess to host, but some Somebody that will make a cameo this season. It doesn't have to be an actor or, act- or actress. It could be uh, from the world of music or the world of politics. Somebody who will walk onto the show this season. I love these, you know, kind of predictions because they're totally wild card and mean absolutely nothing. But chat, I want to see this as well. Open up your imaginations. Give me someone random that you think will walk onto the SNL stage this particular season. Does anybody have anyone? I'd, I'd love to see Danny DeVito show up. Uh, he hasn't been on since uh, Charlie Day hosted back in, 
I don't even remember what year now, but, um, you know, he hosted back in the day a million times. He, and, uh, it'd be loved. I don't know what the situation would be that he would just randomly pop up, but, uh, that would be pretty cool to see, especially since he's still relevant as well with it's always sunny. So. Okay. Um, Kaylee, do you have anybody that you can think of that you would just, you know, make an appearance on SNL this season? Uh, Rhea Perlman would join okay. him. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it's just, I think it most depends on the host. Um, and I, it, if I had a better idea of who was maybe Rami Malek's twin brother, that would be cool. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Amanda, have you thought of somebody that you think, give, give me the, you can use anybody that you know in the celebrity world, who do you think will be appearing on SNL season? I, I have no idea. Like my, my brain okay. is fully tackling so many other things. Maybe Brett Goldstein because of Ted Lasso and everyone's obsessed with Roy Kent. I would think that might be a thing. That's a great but one. Other than that, that's, that's pretty much the only one. And I'm also, I'm biased because I would, I would scream, but you know, that's different. For sure. Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say the vice president of the United States will make an appearance on Saturday Night Live this season. Uh, Kamala will be there at some point. That will be like my random thing. I don't think we're going to get Biden. It's, you know, it would be extremely rare to get, and it's happened, you know, very rarely in the show's history to get an appearance or a pre-recorded stuff from the president of the United States. But I think there is a possibility we can get Kamala on the show. I think that would be a very funny um cameo to get at some point during the season okay last prediction and then we're gonna wrap things up tell me a uh, you know we don't do too much music on here but give me one musical guest someone in the music world that you would love to see uh on the show this season amanda i'll start with you because i know you were starting on somebody earlier so tell us who that is Heim. Heim is coming on. Also, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, Silk Sonic, that's a whole thing. But yeah, Heim is definitely going to come on in promotion of the new Paul, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson movie. That's, that's my main thing. Yeah. And also probably Selena Gomez going off of, if they're going to do the whole um, uh, Martin Short, Steve Martin thing, I fully see that them bringing in Selena Gomez if she has new music out to bring like, a whole trifecta thing there. Yeah. That would be epic. That would be really, really cool. Um, Bill, any musicians that you predict will be on the show this season? I'm going to go really weird on you here. Uh, they just reunited after 40 years, um, and they have one of the most famous musical stints in SNL history. I think ABBA's going to show up, and they're going to say... <laughs> <laughs> they're going to say that their tapes finally arrived from Sweden. And if you don't get that, go watch season one, episode five, and you'll know what I'm talking about. But if that happens, I mean, you have to start a whole new podcast with me predicting things in the future. But yes, that is so weird. And that is, uh, I think, Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. I think what happened was, was that they had a musical performance that ended up being pre-recorded because it was supposed to be like the stage was sinking underwater during their performance or something like that. Well, well there was two. Lauren hated, threw a hissy fit because he did not want these pop stars on his show so they put them in this sketch with robert klein where they were singing on the titanic and robert klein mugged throughout the whole thing their second song they came out and did waterloo and at the bottom of the screen as they used to love to do back then they put uh there's abba's right now lip syncing because uh, their tracks haven't arrived from sweden so <laughs> yes um <laughs> Okay. So that's so many a deep, Abba, that's a deep, deep cut. Sorry. <laughs> so many ABBA jokes running through my head. Um, Kaylee, I'll, before before I start getting really cheesy with the ABBA stuff, uh, over to you for a musician. Uh, well, that would be amazing. First off, but I think Kanye, we can maybe see. 
Okay. Well, yeah. why do you, well, so we were getting Kim Kardashian West. Do you think we might get a Kanye appearance at some yeah. point because of that? Maybe. I feel like that will, I mean, think about how many viewers that would get into like with just his, you know, you know, increasing notoriety uh, throughout the last couple of years. Like, I feel like if they're going for this thing with the big names, I think that would draw a lot of viewers. Yeah, for sure. Um, for me, I mean, there, I'll, I'll just call some people in chat. We have some uh, long time. Long shot is big time rush. Um, people said, uh, John over here said, uh, I got confused when I saw Brandy Carlisle thinking it was Belinda Carlisle. So maybe we'll get some go-go's on the show as well. Uh, Kelly Clarkson could pop in. Uh, a lot of Silk Sonic, Little Nas X, um, Jack Harlow. Uh, so it could be, could be fun to see some of those people. Um, I saw that you know, somebody was working on a new album and that guy is Justin Timberlake and he is my all-time favorite host in the history of the show. I would love to see Justin Timberlake return for the first time since the 40th anniversary. So um, that would be huge for me. Um, so I'd be very excited to talk about that particular thing. And that would be my prediction that sometime in the spring, we may get a Justin Timberlake appearance on Saturday Night Live. I also see some Drake in the chat as well. Okay, guys, so those are our predictions for season 47. I'm so excited for this show. I mean, like, that's what the whole point of the preseason roundtable was, to get everybody hyped and excited for what we are going to see this season. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people reach out to you to be able to connect with you and just give us, like, final thoughts as we head towards the season? Thank you for having me as always. I'm always happy to be here and talk about this wonderful show that's older than a lot of people in this chat. I love that. It's an old show, but we love it. I'm happy to be back and happy to be talking about it. Um, if you follow, want to follow me on Instagram or on Twitter, I'm at Loch Ness Manda, like the scary Scottish monster. You can also go listen to my podcast, America's Next Top Best Friend. It's wherever you listen to podcasts. And we talk about America's Next Top Model. We are in the middle of Australia's Next Top Model. And here's to 47 more seasons of SNL. Yay! Yes, very, love very excited. Yes. Cheers. Uh, Bill, over to you. Thank you so much for joining us. I can't wait to hear all of your thoughts throughout the season. I'm so excited. We are back. Where can people reach out to you? We're back, baby. Yeah, you can reach me on Instagram or Twitter at BKLove73. Um, just so, so excited for this weekend and uh, getting started with season 47 and all the great things that it's going to bring to us. So let's get going. Yes, for sure. Kaylee, great job on your first podcast with us. It's so much fun to get to hear from you, to get to hear your perspective on everything. And it's really cool just to, to hear everything from uh, you, you know, being in a program that was heading towards SNL, as well as everything about your background and where you come from. Uh, it's just wonderful to get to hear from you, Kaylee. So thank you so much for joining us. And where can people reach out to you? Well, thank you. I had a blast. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm more active on Instagram at Z E Kaylee Morrison. And you can, I think you guys can see my name there. Um, but yeah, and also uh, I host a podcast with my sister called Twin Indigenous, where we talk about both indigenous culture and pop culture. So if you're into either of those things or both, find us uh, Twin Indigenous, where you can find most podcasts, not everywhere, but most places. <laughs> okay 
Yeah, looking forward to checking that out for sure. If you guys want to follow me, uh, I'm just so excited for the season. I'm going to be talking about it all for the next you know, several months as we get through season 47. You can follow me personally at John Schneider 24 as we're trying to build this SNL network brick by brick. You can follow us at the SNL network on Twitter or Instagram. Please subscribe if you're watching along. We would always appreciate you subscribing to us on YouTube or on any podcatcher to make sure you never miss a show. If you do subscribe, you get notified when we go live. So that's always really fun because we're going to do a lot more live content this season. Uh, if you are listening on any podcatcher and you feel like leaving us a review, uh, especially on Apple Podcasts, that helps people find the show. So I really appreciate that as well. It's so great to get to interact with all of you guys. As for our upcoming schedule, like I said, we have a couple more shows that are coming out later this week. We have our By the Numbers show, which will be coming out on Thursday. That will be with our stats guru, Mike Murray and Nicole Rovine will be joining us as well. We're going to talk about all the records and stats for season 47. Then right after the show airs on Saturday night, join us about 1.10 in the morning right here on YouTube at the same place. And we're going to be breaking all down with the hottest takes telling us, everybody on the panel will be telling us what worked and what didn't work in the first episode of season 47. Like I said at the beginning, I mentioned we have just launched our patron program. I'm really excited about everything we're doing there. So if you love what we're doing, I appreciate the support and you will get lots of really fun benefits, including joining us on podcasts in the future, speaking to alumni, getting to speak to some of these fantastic people who are in our patron Facebook group as we move forward. I just want to thank everybody for joining us this Monday night to break down everything from season 47. And we will be back in just a few days to talk through it all all over again. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.